Jackson had a 3.8 QBR. Wow, that was pretty good. 40 what? The 40. Caleb so. likes those overs. Well, I, I just I just picked two unders. What? Oregon. Um, because I thought it would be fun, right? We want to see the turnover <laughs> chainsaw. We I mean, see why not? The, the the bling and the lights of the Rose Bowl at 8 o'clock. Pack 12 after the Good teams win, great teams cover. I've always said <laughs> Well... With, with, with 10 games over Miss, Mr. Safe over there. Ga- oh, Safe. That's a bold like, move. Why not? Like uh, 12 weeks, we'll be unemployed. I just want to say. That's right. In, twel- in 12 weeks, we'll be, uh, we'll be sitting next to the burn, bar- burn barrel out uh, under the bridge. Run the RPO, Chad. It's not hard. Rutgers is good. They lost yeah. their coach. Okay. They're, they're, they're doing so good, their coach just <laughs> got fired. <laughs> My notes yeah, on this game, did. it says Iowa and Michigan are both awful, <laughs> and their offense is very, very bad. We need to come up I with, like, an algorithm. Uh, there's nothing to talk about. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Six. I think he shanked the extra point. Leeches off his rocker. <laughs> this is the Kick 6 Podcast. It's Nathan, Caleb, and Jake. That's right. This is the Kick 6 Podcast. I'm Nathan. With me, as always, Caleb and Jake, except for tonight. Caleb's not with us. Jake, say what's up. How you doing? Good, man. Uh, yeah, Caleb's not with us. He's uh, feeling a little under the weather. So uh, make sure you keep He's got COVID. Let's, let's, let's. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think he does. Let's hope he uh, he makes it through so we can get to uh, to picking some games. But this is our Big 12 preview show. Thank you, everyone, who listened to the Big 10 preview show. Um, and I will go ahead and apologize to all those Iowa Hawkeye fans there that we had the, the digging badger through the entire, uh, Caleb's entire show. <laughs> Caleb prepared really good, and uh, we completely covered him up with the uh, with the Hawkeyes. So, uh, <laughs> Were you able to edit that out? I, I could, yeah, but I haven't, yeah. I haven't posted it. Yeah, I could just it, does, it, out. it doesn't matter. I like it. It adds a little bit of character. It does. It makes it interesting. <laughs> so I'm going to keep, uh, since we're not in the studio tonight, I'm going to keep my fingers off of the uh, off of the sound effects, and we're just going to bring <laughs> some, some Big 12 action. Um, let's, uh, let's get it going, Jake. Um, the first team on the list is the Oklahoma Sooners. Their over under is set at 10 and a half games. Uh, we're not going to break down the Sooners. If you want to listen to the Sooners, go ahead and give our OU preview show. It's about 45 minutes of uh, content about OU, but, uh, Jake, I'll let you pick first and, um, and then, um, we'll kind of alternate and then you can bring Caleb's pick at the end, but OU over under 10 and a half. Where you at? I mean, the only game that I really see them losing um, is, and just because it's the biggest rival, rivalry, is at Texas. Um, I don't think Texas is going to be that great this year, but it is like one of the biggest rivalries in college football history. So um, I think that could be like the only game that they might lose. Uh, I don't think they're going to lose Kansas State again. Um TCU is going to be okay, but they're not losing to TCU. Obviously not losing to Kansas. Not going to lose to Texas Tech. At Baylor might be somewhat tough, but not losing to Baylor. Um, I Iowa State could be tough, but they get them at home. So you have to give them the win there. Um, I think I don't think you can pick against Oklahoma at home against Iowa State, the second to last game of the year, to possibly for a playoff spot. Um which, if the, I mean, that would be for a playoff spot more than likely because I think Iowa State's probably undefeated up into that point too, um, in my opinion. Um, so I'm going to go over here. I'm going to go over 10 and a half. I think, I think they might lose one game maybe, but I do like OU a lot this year. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think I agree with you, Jake. Um, I think I've got to go the over also. Uh, Rob kind of talked to me, like I said, about 45 minutes about OU. Um, and I, I heard this this week, but honestly, the way that OU is recruiting and with uh, the, them moving to the SEC and uh, Lincoln Riley uh, being young, man, they may be the next Bama um, with the way that they're recruiting. You know, Saban's, he's not going to coach forever, you know, and uh, – I think this is a year uh, where they don't have those slip-up game. Um, there is some concern. You know, Spencer Rattler, this is his first year with the super high expectations. Uh, he's the Heisman favorite and all that. But uh, I think if they lose one, it'll be one game. I think it'll be, like you said, of course, Iowa State or Texas are the two teams that jump out. Um, K-State's had their number in the last couple of years. I don't think they're going to overlook K-State this year. Um, so go ahead and give me the under as well. You're going, you mean over? Yeah, excuse me, over. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, wh- where was Caleb going on the Sooners? Over. He went over. Uh, his first two picks were over. Gotcha. Okay. All right, Jake, you going to put those into the spreadsheet or you want me to? Um, oh, shoot. I'm not in the spreadsheet right now. Okay. I can, can you do it? I, or? Can, I can do that, yeah. Um, let's go, uh, while I'm doing that, let's go ahead and go to the next team. I think the team that's probably going to give uh, – um, OU kind of a run for their money as far as uh, one game. We've already kind of mentioned them, and that's the Iowa State Cyclones. Yeah. um, Like I said, I am pretty high on Iowa State. I mean, they're returning Brock Purdy. They return Brees Hall. Um, They're always going to have a solid defense. Um, I just think Iowa State's a really, really solid team. I don't think that they necessarily have um, the pass catchers. Um, on the outside uh, to really cause a threat to anybody in the playoff. And I I think that's why they are going to lose to OU. I just don't think – and I could be wrong. Um, I know they still have Xavier Hutchinson, um, and he's extremely good. But outside of that, I don't think they're really experienced on the outside. Um, they do have Charlie Kolar coming back. He's a tight end. But I just don't think they have enough um, – offensive power in the passing game um, to be able to, to beat OU specifically this year, but they are only at eight and a half wins, which to be honest, is kind of surprising. I thought they'd be a nine and a half um, without that, without a doubt. Um, so I'm definitely going over. Um, they're definitely going to win at least nine games this year. Um, they play uh, their schedule is, a lot harder, in my opinion, than um, OU's lines up. They have much, Iowa. Much harder. They have Iowa. Yeah, they have Iowa in week two. Um, uh, they do get that at home. So I think they win their first, probably their first five games at least. But then they go to K-State. And as most people who are listening to this know, K-State upsets somebody. It typically or has lately been OU. Um, so there's no reason they can't upset Iowa State. Um, so I think that's a toss up game. Uh, and then I think OSU, that's probably a win. It's in Iowa state. Um, so I'd give them, them a win there. Uh, and then they get West Virginia, they get Texas at home. I think they beat Texas, uh, to Texas tech. And then, um, of course they go to OU. I think that could be a loss. And I think they beat TCU. I think this is probably a 10 win team, um, at worst nine. Um, I'm really surprised it's an eight and a half to be honest. Yeah. So, um, Iowa State's, um, I want to say, best season in history is eight wins, eight and four. Yeah. Is their best season mm-hmm. in history. 
Um, so it's really kind of crazy. They were thinking we think it should be nine and a half, but I, I'm there. I, I've got nine wins. I think is kind of the floor for this team. Um, yeah. With like you said, you mentioned Iowa. That's always a tough game, even though they do have it at home. I like that it's a it's a three thirty kickoff. They've already announced. So yeah, that, that is weird. That's kind of cool. It's usually a night game. Uh, like you said, K State on the road to K State and on the road to Oklahoma. I think those are two two games I'm really looking out for. And I think the third one, somewhere between that Oklahoma State, um, you know, they get Oklahoma State at home. That's really good. And, and Texas. And then, uh, yeah, and then they get Texas at home as well. So if Iowa, Iowa, Oklahoma State, Texas all at home, and they traded it out for K-State and Oklahoma, I think that's a pretty pretty fair uh, deal. But I'm going to go ahead and go over. I think this is a nine-win team just because they've yep. got the key pieces coming back. Brees Hall is really good. Uh, Purdy is really good. And uh, I love uh, Campbell. So uh, give me the over. Agreed, and Caleb took the over there as well. Okay, all right, that's awesome. Um, I guess we're moving along. We're going to move right along through this Big Twelve. Um, the Texas Longhorns, uh, Sarkeesian is a new coach. Is that right? Uh, yep. Seven and a half uh, wins, and uh, Caleb uh, was kind enough to go ahead and do the do the the stuff on this. So I'll go ahead. Uh, uh, or unless Jake, you want to go ahead and go down the list, you know just as much as I do on Texas. Uh, as far as the Texas schedule goes. Yeah, and, and I'll give you a little information about the team. Uh, last year they, they they played in the bowl game against uh, Colorado. They were the uh, 18th-ranked team uh, finishing out the year. Um, they've got a new OC, as we talked about before. His name's Kyle Flood. He was the Bama uh, O-line coach, and yep. he was a, a Rutgers head coach. So uh, he took a couple years to uh, let Saban coach him up. Ellinger, of course, is gone, and the, there have been a battle between Casey Thompson, a quarterback who played in that bowl game, and uh, freshman uh, Hudson Card, uh, he's a he's a red shirt freshman, uh, and he's looking really good too. I know as of like last week they hadn't named a starter yet, so and it wasn't because two guys were doing really good. It was like nobody sees that job, so I think that's an interesting thing. Uh, three of the top five receivers are back, and then they've got the big time running back recruit uh, Bijan Robinson. Uh, he had a good year last year. Four or five starters are back on the O line, and with with Flood as the uh, the uh, offensive coordinator who is a line coach. Uh, the offense should be pretty good. Um, uh, defense also gets a new coordinator. Uh, he's from Washington and Boise State. Uh, his name is, um, I wish I had, uh, <laughs> I wish I had Caleb to pronounce this one. He, uh, Pete Kowatskowski. Kowatskowski? That's good. Okay. I like that. <laughs> Nine re- re- returning starters on the defense. They got a couple linebacker transfers from Bama and LSU. Uh, they got a massive 348-pound nose tackle, um, Keandre Colburn. Um, he leads the D-line this year, and they'll be deep on the D-line. The secondary turns all five starters and add Oregon transfer Brandon Schooler, who as a receiver turns safety to help out in that experience secondary. So based on Caleb's research here, uh, and, and shout-out to Caleb for, for going ahead and doing that, even though he was a little under the weather, um, I mean, other than the, the big time coaching change and everything, Texas looks like they're. I mean, they're equipped for a, for a decent season. Yeah. Um, the only thing that worries me is you know Vegas. They know what they're doing, and they only have Texas at seven and a half. Um, so that always worries me with spreads like that against teams that seem like they're going to be good because you know the Vegas lines and stuff um, are always pretty much hundred percent accurate. Uh, yeah, it's pretty incredible right. what they can do. Yeah. No kidding. Um, so I'm that 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 does worry me. I think Texas has a somewhat tough schedule. Um, they get Louisiana to open the 
Louisiana Lafayette, uh, the Raging Cajuns, to open up the year, and that's not an easy game. No, they, um, they beat they beat Iowa State last year, the first game of the year. Yeah, Louisiana is good, and I, pre- I could be wrong here, Nate, but I think they're like twenty third in the nation. No. Yeah, no, they are. I think they, they're ranked. They, they are ranked. Yes, Louisiana. Uh, I would I don't say see that it on here, so I can't tell. But top, uh, they're top three. I would say G five team. Uh, yeah, no, they are. They're they're a really good G five team. Um, you know, right there with Cincinnati and Coastal. Um, and this this game right here, if you when we did our team pick, this was a big reason why I chose Coastal uh, because the Big Twelve team that Coastal plays is uh, Kansas, and uh, That's good. Louisiana yeah. plays Texas, so. Uh, I like my chances in that one over this one, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, that is not a give me game. I mean, Louisiana is going to be fired up for that game. So Texas is really going to have to come to play. And a lot of the podcasts I listen to, um, you know, they always say, you know, Texas better hope they're not, you know, looking forward to Arkansas because Louisiana is not a pushover game. You know, that's a, that might be a tougher game than the Arkansas game. Um, You never know. Um, But let's say they win that and then they have to go to Arkansas right after that, um, which in past years you'd be like, well, that's a 50 to nothing blowout. But yeah. no, this is, this, this is, is a tough start to the schedule with, especially yeah, it's with definitely, an experienced quarterback. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's definitely a different, a different Arkansas team. They're coming to Fayetteville. It's going to be packed. I mean, that's, and it's at night. I mean, that stadium is going to be loud. Um, and I think that's still a tough game. And even if let's say they start three, and zero, they beat Texas tech, that's four. Uh, they beat TCU. That's five. They lose to OU. I think they could lose to Oklahoma State. They go to Baylor, to Iowa State, beat Kansas, go to West Virginia, and then they end in Kansas State. So uh, I think this is probably one of the toughest over-unders that we've had to do um, so far because everything says that Texas should be pretty good with everything they have returning. Um, and then the coaching staff, I'm not a Sarkeesian fan personally um but obviously nick saban hired him for a reason so um i don't know this is this is a tough one um i'll go ahead and tell you where i'm thinking all right uh to, me, to me it's all about the toss-ups right i got toss-up at arkansas toss toss-up at louisiana i think louisiana is a toss-up toss i got up. i got a toss-up at case or with uh k-state there i've got yep. a um toss-up uh well that's about it I think uh, I got Iowa State. I got four tosses and I got I got five losses on here um to me I, I think Oklahoma's a loss I think Oklahoma State is a loss I think Iowa State is a loss I think even hosting can Texas is probably K State uh, yeah K State is more like a loss and then like you said I think they're gonna drop one of those first two games uh, Lafayette and Arkansas. Uh, so for me, I think this is a seven and five team. I wouldn't be surprised if they went eight and four, um, but just uh, seeing what they what they've they've done without the the solid quarterback opportunities, I'm gonna go under uh, because I, I'm pretty high on the next team, uh, and I think the next team will be one that, that does pretty good. And I shouldn't be high on the next team, but I am. So I'm going under on Texas. Yeah, I guess the biggest thing worries me about worries me um, with Texas is they had Ellinger for five years. And they never did anything with him. He was a good QB. He was a solid, solid college quarterback. And especially with experience under center, that's always good. And they just never, never did anything with him. And I don't see him with a new staff and a fresh, you know, new QB. Um, that's going to be tough, especially to start the year. Um, so I'm going to go under as well. Yep. 
I think that's a good pick. Where's Caleb at on Texas? Uh, he went under as well, I believe. Okay. Yeah, he did. Okay. All right. Cool. We'll confirm that, but I'm pretty sure. Next on the list, also at seven and a half games, we got a we got a whole list of uh, seven and a half game here. Uh, is the Oklahoma State Cowboys? Um, I'll give you a little rundown of them. There's lots of questions for the Cowboys this season. Um, I picked them as kind of my dark horse last year, and they sort of let me down. Uh, they lost to Texas in OT. They lost to TCU in a one-score game. And then they were blown out by OU. Um, and they actually beat Iowa State last year, if you remember that. Um, they've got lots of returners on defense uh, that was 46th uh, in the nation last year. Um, they've got lots of questions on the offense, uh, and they were ranked 40th overall nationally last year. Um, the O-line is finally back to full health. They lost two of their starters uh, in the first half of the first game. If you remember, last year they played Tulsa uh, the very first game of the year, and they lost two offensive line starters in the first in the first half of that game. Uh, it may have even been the first quarter, uh, but they're back to full strength. Um, they lost Chuba Hubbard. Uh, he's no longer there, and uh, he kind of underperformed last year. Yes, um, I think he was hurt. Yeah, yeah, and that was the thing. He kind of got hurt in that first game. Spencer Sanders was hurt a little bit. So was Tylen Wallace. Uh, this just this team was just kind of kind of riddled the whole year. They never really got it going last year. Um, Ld Brown and Desmond Jackson Jackson are both back uh, as running backs, and apparently they've looked really really good in camp. Uh, they the Oklahoma State uh, crew seems to not think they're going to make a step back at running back without Chuba. Uh, Spencer Sanders, he he is back, like I said, at quarterback. Um, and they looked to improve the passing attack from 2021. Um, he showed glimpses of that last year, especially in the Cheez-It Bowl. If you remember that, they played Miami. Uh, he yep. had over 300 yards passing, and he didn't have any turnovers. Uh, the key for him is just being healthy. He's such a playmaker, you know, with any scrambling and moving mobile quarterback. Um, they're a little bit more susceptible to injury, and that's the key for him. Um as far as receivers go, Brandon Johnson leads the receiver room as far as returners. He had 20 receptions, 248 yards, and one touchdown, so not a lot of production uh, returning. They've got sophomore Brennan Presley. Uh, he's a slot player. He scored three times last year, uh, but only has seven career receptions. Uh, so he may be a breakout guy to watch out for, Br Brennan Presley. Um, they also got a Wazoo transfer. His name is Tay Martin. He's a guy I followed when he was over at uh, um, Washington State. Uh, he had a great spring, and he was actually there. He got in like the very last minute last year. Um, when the Pac-12 said they weren't going to play football, he kind of transferred over. And I guess the story on him is apparently there's a big difference between Gundy's air offense, you know, kind of air raid, typical spread, yeah. and Mike Leach. And the learning curve, getting it in that late, was just something he couldn't quite overcome. Um, but he's looked really good this year, and he's probably poised for a breakout as well. Um, I remember him at Washington State, just watching some highlights and stuff where he when he played over there, and he was pretty impressive in that offense. So uh, he should be really good for them. Uh, again, like I said, defense returns nine starters, and that's going to be the anchor of the team. Um, to me, this seems more like an eight and three team, or excuse me, eight nine, and four. nine and three with the eight and eight and four oh. floor. Uh, oh yeah, I've got Missouri, Missouri State's as a win. I got Tulsa as a win. They're gonna want to bounce back from. They beat them last year, but it was a close game. Um, they go to Boise, which I think is gonna be a really good game. Week three, uh, I see that as a toss up. I see K State as a toss up. I got Baylor as a win. Texas is a win. Iowa State's a loss. Kansas is a win. West Virginia, I think, is a win. 
TCU is a win, Texas Tech is a win, and then Oklahoma is a loss. So, so I got ten. Yeah, I, no, I got six wins, four toss-ups, oh, and two losses. Eight and toss-ups. Yeah, okay. so that that gets me. I think worst case scenario, eight and eight and four. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and go the over, and like I said, I'm a little higher on them than I am Texas, just because of the experience factor, uh, experience quarterback. Uh, you got running backs returning. You got nine guys on on defense returning, and uh, a coaching staff that's been there for a really long time. So, uh, I like I like them over what Texas can do. I think if Texas was in a little different spot, I'd probably sway the other way on these two teams. But I'm with Texas. I'm with the over. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go over. I think eight. I can see eight. I- I- I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over as well. And I think Caleb went. Um. Under he went under. All right, that's our first. That's our first uh, different right there. Different pick under on the Oklahoma State uh, Cowboys. Uh, next on the list, and this is a team I don't really know a whole lot about. Me uh, either. The TCU Horn Frogs over and under is seven and a half games. Um, this was a the, these next few on this uh, the Big Twelve are a little bit uh, a little bit hard. Um, you kind of made the point earlier uh, about. Uh, about Vegas knowing what's up. To me, TCU seems like a team that's kind of on the on the downhill slide over the last few years. But uh, Vegas knows something we don't know um, because uh, they've got them set right at um, um, right at um, seven and a half. Just right, right there. With, yeah, with I'm going under on this. Um, they get. I don't even know. How do you even say that? Uh, Decane. That's Decane? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, they beat them. I think they could lose to Cal. Uh, SMU is not easy. Texas. Um, Texas. At Texas Tech, at OU, they get West Virginia. They got to go to K-State, to Oklahoma State, and to Iowa State. Um, I just don't see seven and a half, right? Yeah. I, I think, you know, Max Duggan is back. He should be healthy. Um, he's a really, really good quarterback when he's healthy. I was impressed with how he did. Um, but, but somebody, uh, somebody's gotta, um, tank somebody. Yeah. Somebody's gotta have less touchdowns. You know what I mean? Or what? Yeah. Less, less wins. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. Less I touchdowns. Yeah, that, that too. I was reading. I was, yeah. I'll, yeah. I mean, I that's re- part of it. I was reading about Max Duggan here, but no, you're um, good. no th- here's what's tough, man, is they got, they got to play Cal. Right. Yeah. They got to play SMU. Okay. Yeah. SMU. I mean, they're probably not going to win the AAC, but I think it's between Cincy, Memphis, UCF, and uh, and them. You know what I'm saying? So uh, they're a scrappy. Yeah, they're little, good. You know, and the thing is, is that's a crosstown rival, right? Dallas versus Fort Worth. Um, you know, so that's going to be a, a tough uh, a tough game if you ask me. So um, I am. I am on the under on this one, um, just because somebody's got to lose some games, right? Um, some somebody's gonna have, um, someone's gonna have less. So I'm going, I'm going under. What I'm guessing is they get their first four games at home, so they're giving TCU the first. They're 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 saying basically saying TCU is gonna start four and zero, and then beat Texas Tech, which is five and zero. Lose to OU, beat West Virginia, six and one. Lose to K State six and two, beat Baylor seven and two, lose to Oklahoma State seven and three, beat Kansas eight and three, and lose to Iowa State and it's eight and four. 
That's, that's, I mean, that's, that's the only thing I can see how what, you would go over. That's what the over looks like, exactly. But you would have to beat California, SMU, and Texas three weeks in a row. That's brutal. Yeah, that ain't I mean, I, I would, I'd be willing, there's no way. willing to beat And then you have to go that. to Texas Tech, which Texas Tech isn't great, but you still have to go to Texas Tech. So exactly. I'm going under, uh, and, and, and I believe Caleb went under as well. All right, we're all we're all on the under. I almost want to go over this just to get it changed up here. I know. All right, I, I think there'll be lots of parity when it comes to the SEC. Yeah, I, f- I feel like we all got a little bit better grasp on those teams, and it's going to be some of us going to be kind of bullish on some teams and not so much. So the next one, uh, West Virginia over under six and a half. Uh, this is another team that's kind of hard to gauge. Um, when I when I think about West Virginia. Uh, they they don't make a lot of splash uh, when it comes to uh, comes to the Big Twelve since they've been in the tw- Big Twelve. So uh, you got You got anywhere you want to go with West Virginia? Um, I think it's under um, six and a half. I mean, they have Mar- they open up at Maryland, um, and Maryland's not bad. Um, they're a pretty solid team. Um, Maryland is, and and so I think they lose their opener, and then they have LIU. Um, they don't even have a logo, so I'm gonna go ahead and assume they win that game. Long Island University, baby. Yeah, they don't. They have just have a shield, a gray they blank have to play shield. Virginia Tech too. Yeah, I know. Um, so I mean, no, you, you're what, looking at under. If this team one gets and, to bowl, I'd be surprised. You're looking at one and three going to Texas or uh, with Texas Tech coming there. I see so we'll two, say two two guaranteed wins. I think. Guaranteed is at Kansas and then LIU, right? Is that what you have? Got to be. Got to be, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, so yeah, so I, I mean, I have to go under here. There's just uh, – there's no – no, there's no way. There's no way they hit six and a half. There's no way they hit seven wins with the schedule. Yeah. No I, chance. No I, chance. I think six wins would be a good season. It's a tough schedule. You got two You got two power five teams as your oh, non-con. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's not like you're a powerhouse. So six wins would be phenomenal. Yeah, uh, I got, I got, and Caleb went under as well. Jeez, man, I'm gonna have to start just going over, just just to do it. Well, you got three overs for Caleb and then an under. So yeah. that's the, like the next picks. So okay, we'll see. We'll see where we go. Baylor five and a half. Um, uh, remind me of their coach. Um, it's um, <laughs> uh, LSU's defense coordinator. Um, gosh, yeah, dang yes, it! Yeah, Aranda. Aranda. Yeah, David Aranda. This yeah, this poor guy. Okay, he goes from national championship to over to be the head coach at Baylor. You got the COVID disaster year that was last year, and then now uh, he's about to lose the best two teams in his conference uh, to the SEC. Um, I just feel bad for this guy because he kind of stepped into a storm, if you know what I'm saying. Um, over there, it kind of, especially all those, all the new big, tw- big twelve coaches that came in the last two years has been rough. Um, because things are about to change, and we'll talk about the alliance and stuff hate, in the next show. I, I mean, I hate to do this to you, but this isn't over. Yeah, looking at their schedule, this isn't over. I have not looked at their schedule. I need to pull that up. And okay, see. hang on, I'll, I'll read it to you real quick. They get Texas State. Texas Southern and Kansas to open. Okay, that's three and zero. That's that's three and zero. Then they go Iowa State, Oklahoma State, three and two. 
And then they go West Virginia comes there. I think that's probably a win, four and two. Then they get BYU at home. BYU is not going to be good. We talked about this. That's five and two. And then um, they get Texas coming there. Like we said, we don't know much about Texas. I think that's a toss up. They go to TCU. I think that's a loss. Um, and but they end the year at Texas Tech at home. So I think that's six wins. I think Texas Tech, BYU, West Virginia, Kansas, Texas Southern, and Texas State. I think I think they could win that. So you're going under. I'm going over. You're going. I'm it's gonna, five and a half. I'm going to go under. Right. Yep. I think oh. it's five wins. Um, yeah. Uh, somebody. Somebody's got to lose. And, and and thing is, it's probably going to be me losing these picks. Cabs over. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Somebody's going to going to lose, and it's probably going to be me. They're probably like you said, six wins. But I'll take my chances. Uh, I got to take a chance somewhere and maybe pick up yeah. a game. Uh, yeah. the, the next team, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, Kansas State five and a half over. Um, I don't care what their schedule is. They're somehow going to figure out how to get to a bowl game. Um, you what know, is it? Five and a half? Five and a half. Um, They're getting it. Yeah, I'm going over. I just, it, it's, it, it, you're probably you know more set on this pick, but it, it, they're kind of like my Big 12 Northwestern. They're, they're somehow going to figure out how to win a game that they probably shouldn't or two. Um, well, I mean, Stanford. Have you know anything about Stanford, really? Stanford they're is, not good. Is, is down. Yeah, they're yeah they're bad. They're, they're not going to be good. So you got Stanford, Southern Illinois, Nevada. That's three and zero. Yep. So that's three wins. I think they can beat Texas Tech. That's four. They beat Kansas. That's five. Yeah, that's I think too they can easy. Beat, too easy. They can beat West Virginia. That's six. That yeah. And they could beat Baylor. They yeah. They could have eight wins. Seven. You know yeah. yeah. I mean, they could, and they could upset Oklahoma State or OU or Texas or Iowa State. I mean, yeah, that that's an over. Okay, so where's Caleb at on this? Over. Okay, I think K State will be pretty good. Like I said, I would count them, you know, kind of like Northwestern. I plan on them getting a bowl game every year, uh, and I'm not surprised if they get eight wins. I'm not surprised if, you know, uh, they get they get nine wins. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you can you're really surprised if they're like five wins, uh, but anything after that, I mean, it could be six wins or it could be twelve wins. Like you, you never really know somewhere in there. Uh, but I feel like they've got that bowl game floor. You know what I'm saying? So, Gosh, uh, dang, man. What's up? So many overs. I know. I know. Somebody's got to lose. But the Big 12 doesn't – the only team that plays a really tough non-con is West Virginia. They play two power <sighs> five non-cons. Oklahoma plays uh, Eastern or Western Carolina. And, I mean, Tulane's decent, but, I mean, come on. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's a, that's yeah, a, that's a actually, garbage schedule. Yeah. The next um, Texas Tech is the next team, right? Yes. And there's this four and a half. Yes. Man, I think that's just. Uh, they play so they have at Houston to open the year. I think that's a loss. I don't like Texas Tech. I never like Texas Tech. I think they're always terrible. Um, I think they lose to Houston. Uh, they get uh, Stephen F. Austin, probably beat them in FIU, so that's two and one. Lose to Texas. They go to West Virginia. I don't know. That's a toss up. Um, TCU toss up. Kansas they beat them, so that's what three wins. K State, OU, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, and then two Baylor. It's gonna be. So, it's gonna matter. If I'm gonna they, go under if, if they get Baylor, right? Yeah. I'm going to go under. 
And I mean, that's assuming you give them the three and zero to start, and then West Virginia or TCU. See, I'm not. I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't. They're I, losing to Houston on mine. Yeah, I mean, it's very possible. Yeah, I, I think you got to go under. Yeah, I think somebody's got to lose some games. I'm going under. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> uh, Caleb went over. By the way, on that one, he went what? He went over. Okay. All right. Wow, Kansas. I like that. I like that. Kansas, we're gonna know really quick. Uh, can they beat so, Duke? No. Because if they can beat Duke, they're hitting the over. Who else do they got? Uh South Dakota. They open to South Dakota. I imagine they can beat South Dakota. Dude, South Dakota's a good FBS. They're team. not bad. FCS. But team. it's going at home, so and then they get coastal. They're losing that. But okay. the only other game they could win is Duke. Um, okay, and I like their their new coach. He's a guy from Buffalo. Uh, his name escapes me too. Um, but um, the Buffalo guy. That's yeah. just what what he is. It's a really it's a really cool name. Uh, most people get it wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or they don't remember it like me. Um, it's been a long day. But uh, I'm going. I'm going under. Okay, they let me down last year. I put all the chips in the basket. I swore they were getting four wins. Uh, I had everything. I, I left Les Miles let me down. He had some. Um, Did something happen? Some suspect character problems from Les Miles. Um, so I'm I'm gonna go under. Uh, Kansas, you're not gonna do it to me two years in a row. And if you go over, I'll be delighted. Yeah, I'm going under here as well. And Caleb they, did as well. How do they get? Uh, how do they get three two wins? It's got to be Duke and South Dakota. That's it. They ain't beating Coastal. Coastal's too good. Coastal's beat them twice in a row. Yeah, uh, there's. I mean, if they beat Coastal, they're hitting the over. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think unless be, that's their I'll only be, win somehow. I'll be really upset. They go to Coastal. Uh, looks like it. Oh my god! Yeah, the mullets are gonna blow them out. But <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, that's hey, it. Not a lot of parody in the Big Twelve show. I did. We definitely miss Caleb. Big Twelve sucks. Having Caleb here, uh, the, Big the Big Twelve is, is on their way. I would say out. Uh, I think we know it's a it's a two horse race. Well, you saw what happened, right? Uh, I haven't seen the exact uh, details. They, it's like Pac twelve, Big Twelve, and the yes, I saw big, I saw that ACC or Big Ten. They're making like a super conference or something like that. Yes, no. So they're like an alliance to vote for the college football playoff and then also to schedule non con games. Basically, if, if 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 what they're talking about sounds right, they're going to leave the SEC. The SEC won't be able to schedule any non-con Power Five games. Ah, so, oh, so they're trying. Okay, they're trying, so they're trying to screw the SEC. Yeah, because the SEC kind of is trying to basically screw up the whole landscape of college football. But the SEC is just so strong, you can't keep them out of the playoff. Right. Yeah. No. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Uh, if so, anything, it helps the SEC because they're still going to make the playoff, but they're not going to have as many opportunities. They're going to have an easier just, schedule. Yeah, but but the the money thing they the so like yeah, if you're right. if you're an ACC team right and you're making twenty million a year less than the SEC teams, but you don't have a game where you play like Mercer or the Citadel, your overall body of work is better. You know what I mean? I would pay more right. to watch. I would pay more to watch. You know, West Virginia and. Um, Cal than I would watch Bama play, you know, Wofford. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they're thinking that yeah. it'll, it'll increase their, their value. Uh, for, right. For that makes sense. Because it, because every, every week is good. That's why Notre Dame makes so much money. I mean, even like the crappiest team on their schedule, um, 
you know, brings in a, a quite a bit of a, a viewership, not only because you got a bunch of diehard fans, but you also got good games every week, or, or at least bigger names, you know what I mean? It's like, Navy may not be good, but you're going to watch, you know, you're going to tune into Notre Dame Navy versus, you know, Bama and, you know, like I said, Wofford or whatever. Yeah, right, you yeah. Know, just because of the the history of it and stuff like that. So that's what they're looking to do, or at least that's what I heard. Uh, I saw Feinbaum said today that uh, college football landscape is like, in shambles or is a disaster or something like that. So I haven't dove into that. Um, I did get something sent to me earlier, and it is uh, something about a Fox. Um, Fox employees says five teams are leaving the Big 12. So I haven't dove into that to see exactly what that's all about. But apparently there's going to be some moving and shaking. But anyways, I'm sure we will get there as the season goes on. Yep, we will. Cool. All right, well, hey, guys, thanks for listening to the Big 12 Preview Show. Hope you this guy kind of gives you some ideas and our picks. Uh, not a lot of parody for it. Coming up, we've got our Week 0 picks. We'll be breaking down all the games from Week 0 along with the Wednesday of Week 1. And then uh, on Sunday, August, uh, what is that, the third, 28th? 28th, yeah, this coming Sunday, we will be breaking down the SEC. And then uh, we'll also give you some highlights from um, week zero and let you know how our picks are going and all that. So, anyways, thanks for listening, guys, and we will see you next time.